welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-hosts, Liz and Landon. What's up, everybody? Next week, guys, we will be covering the Paranormal Activities episode, and we will be talking about the life and deaths of the actors and actresses that passed away that were connected to this crazy movie trilogy. Yes, something paranormal happened there, and we are going to find out why. You don't want to miss this. Also, it will be a patron episode, just so you guys are prepared. So you would need to be an active patron to be able to listen to this. Exactly. Now let's start on Judith's story. Judith Eva Barcy was born on June 6th of 1978. She was tragically murdered on July 25th of 1988. She was an American child actress. She began her career in television, making appearances on commercials, and she did a few television series, as well as the 1987 film Jaws, The Revenge. She also provided the voice of Ducky in The Land Before Time and Anne Marie in All Dogs Go to Heaven. I loved her character. I feel like she did a good job, and her voice was perfect for voice acting. Maria and Joseph were both Hungarian immigrants who migrated both at separate times in their lives to the U.S. Yes, they also met each other at a restaurant in California. Maria worked at the restaurant, and this place was where a lot of immigrants from Hungary would hang out. So it's not a surprise that the two of them met there. From what people speculated, he seemed like he was a pretty amazing guy, and he also had a lot of money. He also tried to impress her with this money. Yes, and it's unusual for someone to have money at this bar, according to sources, and I agree with this as well. I feel like he was charming and nice, and she was single and interested. Never met anyone treating her so nicely. They both grew up differently, Maria being on the more wealthy side in a more wealthy upbringing and had a great relationship with her family. Now, Joseph, on the other hand, had a pretty hard life. According to sources, he was treated badly in school as well. Yes, I had seen something somewhere that his father wasn't too involved in his life, so he would get made fun of for being poor and also having no father in his life. That really affected him, according to sources. He did turn to drinking to assist him with the pain. He didn't really care to do anything special, so he would move several places. He ended up living in France and New York and a few other places, but eventually settled in Los Angeles, California. After they got together, they got married and had Judith. Now, Judith was Maria's only child, and Joseph had two other kids from a previous relationship, and they lived in a different state. According to many online sources, Maria had wanted to be an actress, but felt like it was a tad too late for her in her life. Especially in Hollywood. So she made a realistic decision, in my opinion. Joseph was not interested in that. He wanted her to stay home. So she moved on to her daughter and gave her lessons so she could be a little starlet. She was told often that it wasn't going to happen, but she tried anyway. When Judith turned five... She was out with her family and a casting director whom was filming a commercial had seen her and thought that she would be perfect fit for a commercial. Looks like she was able to snatch that part up for the commercial and she started to do the Donald Duck orange juice commercial and of course opened up a lot of options for commercials for her. By the time she was seven years old, she was making a lot of money. I had heard that she was making about $100,000 per year. Imagine that back then. Kid had some major talent, and of course she was very smart and well-spoken. So it really worked out in her best interest, and her family's best interest. They moved pretty quickly out of their apartment and into a house. Looks like everyone was starting to get really happy. Oh yeah, she had a lot of roles on TV, in Fatal Vision, uh, Kids Don't Tell, and Eye of the Tiger. 
She was even in Jaws. Everyone loved this little girl for these movies and shows. She also was in two movies, one being Land Before Time and the other, All Dogs Go to Heaven. I believe that was her last movie. She was traveling a lot for these parts and her father started to get bitter of her success and he was upset. He started becoming more mean and he had done some things that were pretty shady. Her father Joseph was really becoming more and more aggressive towards his child and one day he did take her kite away from her right out of her hands and broke it in front of her saying that she was too spoiled. I mean, in reality, she probably was spoiled, but she also was earning all the money herself and the help of her mother, of course. And in this case, the kid earned it and still was earning it at that point. Absolutely. What a sick man to get jealous of your child. How about you just enjoy your life and what your child was able to provide for you? The father put up these weird spikes around the fence at the house, too. He started drinking a little bit more at this point, And as time progressed, he would take things out on his wife and also his daughter. But at this time, mostly his wife, Maria. According to sources, Maria had never seen him like this and started to worry because his drinking was becoming more and more of an issue. There were a few friends in New York who said that when he would drink, he would get really bad and start fights with people. Yeah, according to those sources, again, apparently he even went blind in his eye for a short period of time. This was all before he had even met Maria, let alone having his daughter Judith. She was such an outgoing kid. She had an amazing life for a long time. And she was super outgoing and loved going outside. She played with her typical 80s things like Care Bears and Garbage Pail Kids. I loved them and Pillow People. Oh, the 80s and 90s were so much fun. Definitely wish I was born in the 80s. Well, you aren't too far off from it. It's pretty close, 1991. Before going any further, guys, wanted to mention that he was also in a bad marriage before he had married Maria. And it looks like his ex also had a very bad relationship with him. Things got very toxic as they progressed. Yes, he became more and more violent towards his other children as well and made some serious threats about hurting the kids. I believe that's when his ex had enough and decided to call it quits. I don't believe she expressed how hard it was to get away from him publicly, but it looks like she had a really hard time getting to a point of being able to walk away, and she decided to take small steps towards it to make sure that her two kids were safe. This guy sounds like a real winner. People who enjoy beating their partner, that's a huge red flag in itself, guys. So remember that if you are in these types of situation, you don't need to be and you don't need to stay in that situation. They always will get worse and worse. Her kids were teens before she left. And from what it sounds like, he followed her where she moved and begged her back. After he didn't get his way, he ended up throwing a cast iron frying pan at his ex-wife, Clara. At this point, he gave up and decided to move to L.A. and start over where he ended up meeting his new wife, Maria. I feel like Clara had two issues. She didn't want her kids to deal with issues if she had gone to the police and putting their father in jail, so she let it be. The other issue is that she was scared to death of him as well and was worried that if she caused any more issues, he may come back and hurt her or the kids. So she kept quiet, and I feel like she didn't really get to tell her story till everything else unfolded. This is definitely wild. I had no idea any of this even happened or took place with Judith and her mother. Oh, I know. I had no idea any of this happened either until I started to read into it. I am just stunned. I know it's a bit of an older case, but this needs to be brought to everyone's attention, in my opinion. I had no idea. I didn't even know she had died. So sad, truly. So he started over with no skeletons in his closet, and he was happy, and he hid his true colors of his evilness. 
Sadly, Maria was also already a victim of abuse from her own family. I believe it to be her father. I feel like there were others that ignored her as well, sadly. This guy, when he would get angry or upset with Maria, he would talk to his friends about how he wanted to kill her. And none of these guys thought anything of it. I believe they were more so like in disbelief and just pretended like it was a joke or just speaking drunk talk. They really had no idea that he meant it in a bad way. He got worse and worse with her and eventually one day decided to show her the side of the house where he was saving gas canisters and told her that if she ever left him, he was going to burn the house down with all of them in it. So romantic. I mean, yeah, I know sometimes we say stupid things to each other and we aren't when we're mad at each other to the highest degree. But when someone says something like that in a serious way, take that shit as a sign, please, and save you and your babies. He threatened Maria often and stated that he would kill Judith and she would tell her friends about it. According to sources, Judith had her eighth birthday party and her dad didn't show up. Shocker. Apparently the reason for this was because he wanted to stay home and drink. Even when all these little things came to light, everyone just carried on as if nothing happened and kept quiet. Looks like Maria was really upset and enough was enough for her. She decided to finally call the police and let them know that he had abused her. And when the police showed up, they failed her and saying they found no evidence of abuse. How about reading vibes? Apparently he was drinking and driving a lot and he decided to stop drinking since he didn't want to get into any more trouble. Yeah, the drinking was helping him keep cool. Isn't that wonderful? The thing that caused him issues in the beginning and now lack of alcohol in his bloodstream made him more violent and aggressive. So much so that he would open up Maria's mail and read it before giving it to her. I believe she even received a letter from her family letting them know that somebody in Hungary had died and to come. He ended up hiding that letter from her. Judith didn't really do much when it came to school or give her school any impression that she didn't have a happy life. However, she did speak to her friends and tell them the stories. She told her friends that she got a bloody nose from her dad by daddy throwing things at her. The kids didn't want to come over. As time progressed, he started to beat his daughter more and more and he would push her down and he even broke her nose and made her bleed. This type of person is not a man who would even do that to their kids. I have a hard enough time punishing my kid, let alone beating the crap out of her. This sick fuck got some kind of pleasure from this. He ended up buying her a pink TV as an apology present because he thought that it would make things better if he bought her things. Well, it gets worse. As this child is preparing for her departure to start filming the movie Jaws, they were going to go for a while. And since dad is a psychopath, he decided to come into her room, close the door, hold up a knife to her neck and told her, hey, if you and your mom don't come back home after this movie, I'm going to kill you. So right before this child was about to be in a film, he just decides to scare her a little bit and be completely evil. Pretty much. She got a lot of time to just hang out on the beach, though. It was a really nice vacation and had a good time. And of course, you know, Judith and Maria would be hanging out and Maria would start talking and started to tell everybody how things were happening at home. Everyone told her that she should just leave him and start over, that she could go anywhere she'd like and they had the money for it. So she didn't need to go back home. She decided that she would leave him and then she changed her mind. According to the cast members, she just kept on debating what to do. And from what I feel... She was scared for her life either way. She felt like he wouldn't kill us if I go back kind of thing. 
This woman was brutalized and scared and helpless and didn't really know what to do. The cast was getting very annoyed with her, it seemed, because she would say things and then she would not want to change anything. So they didn't really believe her anymore. It was kind of like the boy who cried wolf situation. They also thought she was kind of crazy. Well, here's when things get a little scarier for these two. Now Maria needed some clarity and wanted to get some help. So she decided to stop in New York and see her brother before she ended up heading home. Yeah, and looks like Joseph actually ended up finding out that they were there. And Maria got a call from Joseph asking to speak to Judith. And he says to her, remember what I told you? Can you imagine handing your brother's phone to your daughter as this man is saying something like this to your child? Yeah, and she tells her mother what happened with the knife. And of course, she heads home anyway. Oh my God, I can't even believe that this much happened and no one stepped in. I'm just blown away. This is what happens when people don't step in and be nosy. Shit, I'm going to be nosy all the time. Well, this guy becomes a even bigger loser when he decides to sleep around and date other women. He even gave them gifts, but he definitely wanted to make sure his wife stayed close and didn't want to allow her to leave. Maria was trying to find other ways to walk away. She figured, well, if I'm not going to be able to leave him, maybe he can leave me. I'm not sure why she would even want that, though. He is comfortable with the money his daughter is bringing in, and he can come and go as he pleases. So no one was going to do a damn thing about that. She stopped spending time taking care of herself. She didn't care about what she was wearing or even the house. She decided to just stop cleaning in general and the house started to get really bad. I know in her mind she was very desperate for some sort of solution, but all of this just started to piss him off more. I feel like she felt like it was her only option. Apparently the neighbors were offering her option as well to hide her and Judith, but she just declined them all. Now obviously her daughter was being abused and in my opinion other methods of abuse as well. She started to act out, had gained weight, she had been acting out and pulling her eyelashes out, even doing things to her cat because she was giving everyone a cry for help at this point. During one of her auditions for All Dogs Go to Heaven, she had cried during the audition and this was very concerning for them, but she did end up getting the part anyways. Her agent had seen Judith was acting unlike herself and got really worried. So she sent the child to see someone and they determined that this child was being abused as well. I don't understand how so many people were involved in this, but nothing was being done. This is crazy. They got Child Protective Services involved and Maria told them that she was getting herself out of the situation. She said that she had it all set up. She had a place to go and don't worry, she was going to divorce Joseph. She got herself an apartment to take her daughter to and she was pretending that she was at auditions just so that she would feel a little bit safe and have a safe haven to go to, and at night she would head back home with her daughter. The social worker believed her, and they all dropped the case. This case should not have been dropped, but from what the social worker said, she was overrun with cases and felt like this was not a very concerning case since they had money and a way out. Maria finally started packing stuff up little by little, so he didn't notice that they were leaving. On July 10th, 1988, Maria is putting boxes in her car and she headed to the apartment. Looks like Joseph followed her to the new place since he had seen her packing up. He confronted her, of course, and she told him it was really just a friend's stuff and she was helping them move. Of course, he believed her and they headed home, but now he knew where this apartment was. She was upset, of course. She felt like she couldn't go there now and she started to have a change of heart. I feel like he was being nicer to her that day. She started to worry about him keeping all of her assets. She didn't want him to get the chance to keep everything. 
so she started to think about it more and rethink leaving him once again. She had so many chances, and her first priority in this case should have been Judith. This child, regardless of making money or not, could have carried on making more money. Who gives a crap about the house or assets? Like, you can make all this shit again. Absolutely. I know a lot of people say things like, I don't want to start over. They just want to stay because they can't be bothered to help themselves. She should have definitely made a better choice here. I agree with that. She didn't want to leave because she wanted the big house. She needed to get over that. Her life is on the line. Ugh. There was one day where Judith was hanging out with her friend and she was worried to go home. Her dad would always tell her and her mother that he was going to kill them. The family friends were very concerned, but they heard it all before. On July 25th, 1988, after Judith and Maria were asleep, he got out his 32 caliber pistol and killed his daughter while she was sleeping. Maria ended up hearing this and they ended up fighting and then he ended up killing her as well. He ended up just sitting in the house for two days and didn't move the bodies at all. Judith had died in her bed, Maria in the hallway. He continued on with life as if nothing happened. Well, she was supposed to be kind of doing some more screen work on All Dogs Go to Heaven. And since she didn't show up, they reached out to the agent asking where Judith may have been. The agents called and spoke to Joseph and he had told her that a black car came to pick them up, but he didn't know where they were going. He said that he had moved out of the house, but he came to see his daughter before he had moved. One of her neighbors had been outside and heard an explosion from the direction of where Maria and Judith's home was. She called 911, also noticed some smoke coming from inside the house. She was an older woman and she tried to put the fire out with her garden hose. The firefighters got inside to put out the fire and found three bodies inside, including Joseph. He had used the gun on himself and he was trying to make it look like there was a fire so he wouldn't end up getting pinned for it somehow. What's even crazier is that Judith Barcy was an actress in a show called Fatal Vision. And this show was based on a true crime story about Jeffrey R. McDonald. He was a U.S. soldier who murdered his pregnant wife and two daughters. Judith played one of the daughters in this show. Another sad thing is that Judith and Maria never had a headstone for almost 16 years. And fans ended up getting them some headstones. The story really is sad. I know you have a lot to say on this and you've been dying. So let's get to sharing. First and foremost, you all remember Simon Monjack. The two of them have that same feel. He basically did the same thing. There's a lot to say about this. So this episode will be a bit on the long side, but we'll cover it all. With Simon Monajak, guys, for those of you who aren't a patron, as you should be, definitely you should check that episode out. He was married to Brittany Murphy and was one of the first spirits Liz had gotten into a fight with. But either way, I also felt that vibe as well. This guy was even more sick in the head than Simon. So the first thing he tried to do was block Maria and Judith from talking to me. He had hid them from me, basically. That's kind of how I felt. I was worried he had control over them still. But as time passed over the last week, I left a few things out. Childlike items. I put Land Before Time on my TV for a bit. And I was basically trying to lure them to talk to me. And finally, Judith did come to me. She is not a child anymore. She is a full-grown adult, and although she was a child when she died, she prefers to be an adult as she comes to me and would like to tell her side of the story. Is Maria also there as well? She is, but she is more so in the background as a support spirit. She might speak up every once in a while, since Judith wants to talk about things from her side and not her mother's. So what does she want to talk about first? Well, what no one talked about, and from what I can see... 
Her mother was also under the influence of over-the-counter pills to help her sleep at night, to help her cope with the things that she had seen. This was also something she didn't really share with people, but out of respect, people that did know really didn't want to talk too much about it. As things with Joseph progressed in, in the abuse, she started to rely on these drugs. Judith shows me that she noticed from a young age that her mother would take these pills like candy. It also helped her stay happy. She shows me that her mother was also trying to make sure that she was always as happy as she could be around her daughter. She would pretend as if nothing was going on. And at this time, Judith wasn't getting abused by her father on the physical side of things. He was interested in some other things surrounding his daughter. And what would that be? At the age of four or five years old, he would go into her room and he told her that she looked a lot like a little girl in Hungary that he used to know. He would try to molest her. Now, she was a very talkative child. And from what she shows me, he did things very slowly and he would try to get her to do sexual things to him. I don't believe he got to that point of actually touching her private parts. Thank God. Seriously. So what prevented him from not being able to do this? From what she shows me, she told her father that she didn't like it. And I feel like that made him really angry and his love for his daughter kind of started to fade. She definitely seems like she was a pretty smart child. Yes, she was. She also shows me he told her that at a very young age, he would end up killing her if she told anyone what happened. And he bought her a doll and brought it to her with this wonderful death threat. Did she keep his secret? From what she shows me, she did keep it for a while. I believe she told one of her friends and her mom at some point, but I think mom was in denial. She blames herself pretty badly. I would definitely too as well if I had a child that was being hurt like that. She said from that point on, he wasn't very nice to her. Most of the time he was a nasty man and he would look at his daughter with disgust based on rejection, of course. I know that you had touched on this a little bit earlier, but you also feel his energy as well. The scary part about this man is that he hasn't crossed over. Judith had crossed over. I'm not 100% sure on the mother, but he has not done so because he is waiting for Maria to forgive him and take him back so he can be with her. They do not want him around, so they don't allow him to do so. But it looks like he still has a little pull with Maria. He knows how to schmooze her, and sometimes she forgets all the bad things and wants to let go of the bad thoughts since she felt like he still had a bit of a good heart. Does Judith give him the time of day? Not even a little bit. She also keeps her mother away from him. She really hates being the one to have to push her mother away from him, but she said it doesn't happen as often as it once did. In fact, the mother hasn't done it for years, but Judith always worries. She actually shows me that along with everyone else in her life telling him to leave, she was also telling her mother begging her mother to leave him and told her mother that she was scared of daddy and that she had nightmares, but too scared to tell her mom in the middle of the night because he used to beat her when she would wake up in the middle of the night. Jesus, poor kid. How did Maria handle her daughter when she would come to her with these pleas for help? Okay, so she shows me that Maria would tell her that daddy is having a bad day or he'll be better tomorrow. And as the abuse got worse, she would tell her things like, we will leave daddy one day, but we need to keep it a secret. Did she stop believing her mother at all that she was going to actually leave? From what she shows me, she did. She told her mother all the time she wanted to go. She even said she had a place she could go. I feel like she was referring to her friend's house because they did tell her all the time that they could stay there. And all her mother would do is brush it off and say, one day, 
You had mentioned that she was taking over-the-counter pills. Was she taking them all the way up until the end of her life? From what Maria and Judith shows me, it's a little all over the place. She took these pills off and on from time to time. And I believe that Joseph was so controlling that he would see it, he would stop it and call her a bad mother. There were times where she would lock herself in the closet and just hide from everything, including Judith. She was so scared that he would kill her, but she felt the best option for her was to obey him because even during intimate moments, he would say things like, if you ever leave me, I will kill you and your daughter in two seconds flat. So she was very worried that he was going to kill her. I think she was worried that he would kill her, but she never in a million years while she was alive ever thought that he would kill Judith. She thought that because she was his biological daughter, he wouldn't do it. But he did hit her and he did beat her. So what makes her think that he would be able to control himself? I have no idea. He called her fat and ugly and everything you could think of under the sun. He would tell her that his girlfriend was better in bed and that she didn't know how to be a good wife or a good mother. He would also tell her that he would kill her and then raise his daughter on his own and take her away from the rest of the world and do as he wishes with her, make her his little slave. This dude is totally sick. Yeah, he is. And sadly, as I am reading with her, I realize I was kind of wrong about something. And what would that be? I can confirm Maria definitely hasn't crossed over. Judith had tried to help her cross over, which is why this monster was able to try and manipulate her. I see. So why hasn't she crossed over yet? From what she shows me, she had to go through the motions of her life and see all her mistakes. And I don't believe she's done so yet. She's scared to do it. She already is kind of filled with large amounts of regret. I feel like she will eventually, but she hasn't done so yet. Is she doing anything at this moment other than just waiting to cross over? Oh, yeah. So it's interesting. After they died, there were claims that Judith was in the house, making noises and haunting the home. However, it's not Judith. Well, sometimes she goes to go get her mother out of there, but her mother is the one who spends time stuck in that house and tries to scream at people around her to try to help her. I had seen years later the Bernals moved in and started experiencing some strange things in the home. During the fourth episode of Murder House Flip, the Bernal family detailed on how the garage door would just open and close by itself, while cold spots also could be felt throughout the home. And Gabby Barnell slept in the same bedroom where Judith was murdered and suffered horrific nightmares. She was telling me it wasn't her, it was her mother. She still is in the house even after the redo. She just wants to express to everyone that comes in the home of what happened. And sometimes she asks for help because she's trying to redo what she had done and trying to undo what he had done. That's wild. So this house isn't haunted by them, but she definitely wants to fix what was broken and spend some time in the house. The paranormal fright fest prompted the family to give their haunted home a new look with the help of the murder house's interior designers. These designers, psychic mediums, and homicide detectives helped owners basically get over the horrific things that have happened in their homes. That would definitely be a cool job. Right? It would be for sure. To walk around houses and talk to spirits all day? I would love to do something like that. But a little scared at the same time. I would love to get my hands on Maria and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation to get her through this past trauma. In her mind, she feels like this little girl can still be saved. I definitely bet that would be good. Does she not want to talk to you from here? Yeah, but it's a little different. She thinks she can change the past. The results keep 
living in these memories over and over again. And she's just stuck. She won't hear me unless I walk her through her issues within the home, I believe. But then again, I don't even know if that would help her. It's the best idea I have. Well, let's walk through what happened the night that he murdered his family. So this is going to be a little graphic. I feel like the day specifically he had a conversation with someone. I believe it was his girlfriend. I feel like she was a young girl, maybe around the age of 25 to 28. He had a few girlfriends. This one, in general, knew his family. I feel like she even befriended Maria. I feel like she did this purposely. She was trying to get in, you know, Joseph's good graces. I feel like Joseph wanted to keep tabs on her as well, and she offered up her services. We all know how open Maria would become and how bad he had been with, you know, her and the daughter. So this woman inserted herself in Maria's life and would try and make her feel better. Now, they did not know each other long, maybe a few months. I feel like Maria told her everything, including plans to leave him yet again. And I feel like she even mentioned how Judith hated her father. And of course, this woman wanted to be showered with gifts. So she decided to spill the beans. And I feel like he took what she said and made up his mind. Wow. So then he just decided to kill Judith first. Yes, he did. He wanted Maria to see that it was her fault. I feel like she was sleeping when he killed her. She ran out of bed and rushed to her daughter's room screaming. And he smiled as he seen her cry, making statements along the lines of, You broke my heart, now I will kill your heart. He killed her to get back at her. She wasn't allowed to touch Judith. She was crying and screaming at him and he didn't care. He just laughed and told her it was her fault. And then he put the gun to her head and said it was her turn. That's pretty twisted. So what did she do next? Well, for the first time in her life, I believe Judith is really proud of her mom for this. She finally fought him back, and she even was able to get the gun away from him for a moment. But he did hit her and knock her out, and he shot her, and that was that. Does she know what he did next? He carried on with his day, and after he talked to the people that were concerned for her well-being and her daughter's well-being, he knew that somebody would end up checking on her welfare, and he knew that he would go to jail, so he decided to kill himself. Not because he was sorry, but because he didn't want to spend time in jail. He also felt like killing someone was the most highest form of love there is. Definitely not. That is the polar opposite of love. It's so sad. Judith feels stuck. Like her mother won't help herself and she's afraid she will go with her father one day. Does he go into the house and haunt it as well? No. Lucky for her, he can't get in there. I'm not sure why, but maybe there's some sort of spell there. Once she lets go, though, and crosses over he'll end up going to the bad place. So like a hell type of thing. Pretty much. He's avoiding it hard, but it will happen. Judith and I are going to try to help her mother as much as we can. When we finally get settled in our home, of course, I'm going to try to help her find some light. Do you know how you're going to do this? I'm not sure, but when I do it, I'll let you know and keep you posted. Judith feels like she was raising her mother the last few years of her life. She's still mad at her mom for certain things that she did and didn't do, and she didn't realize until after she had died how much assistance her mom received and didn't do much of it. She feels for her mother as well, but she wishes her mother was strong enough to leave, even if it was just for her. Wow, that is crazy. All the signs were leading up to this situation. The show that she was in, All Dogs Go to Heaven, even Land Before Time, Littlefoot's mother ends up dying. That was also a sad story. And of course, Jaws. She was always surrounded by death for her entire life. She's a reason that children's services are a little bit better. Still not the best. There are way too many false situations, sadly. I know things are hard to hear, but it's important that as a community, we come together and 
stay away from how to handle something and what to stay away from and how to handle something to help someone escape something. It's a reminder she died so others could be saved. One last thing, we understand that some people also don't agree with certain things because they think, what about the victim's families? Why should they have to hear this and relive the pain all over again? I do feel for the families. I feel bad for them. But anytime Liz would get a request from a family member asking them to take it down, she would. But sometimes the world does need to know so that you guys could be aware. No one has to relive it. But someone else could be saved from this. That's what's the most important thing. Thanks, guys. Next week, we will be doing the Poltergeist movie cast. And it's going to knock your socks off. You can say that again. We will see you guys next week. And we are starting off October with a big bang. Then again, always around Halloween time, you can expect to be extra freaked out. Mm -hmm.